Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Almost broke into a little Irish-Scottish thing there. Why? I don't know. It just came out. Just came out in me, Daniel. Came out! Do you have any Irish and Scottish in you? Everyone has Irish in them. I have Irish in me, for sure. I bet you have Irish in you. I don't know. Yes. I think I'm solidly towards the eastern of the Europeans. The Irish. Slovakian. All right. Listen, I bet you our guest, caller, questioner, whatever, Ethan. Voice memoir. Has Irish in him. I don't know. Ethan, are you a little Irish? I got nothing. I think Ethan's an English name, isn't it? I don't know. Let's hit the question. This is a good one from Ethan. What do you got? D-I-Y. Hey, fellas. This is Ethan from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm 27, single, recently bought a home, and have a Roth IRA set up. My question regards multiple savings accounts. I have one standard savings account with my parents' kind of long-standing bank that I dump all my leftover earnings into, but it earns close to zero interest. I would like to keep this savings account as my emergency fund, but I'm wondering your thoughts on potentially moving the bulk of that saved money into a second savings account with another bank or ideas about investment accounts, as I'd like to see that money grow a little more than it does now. Thanks. Um, I want to know your thoughts on this, but I, wh- why do you think why do you think there's such a tie to the first bank? Nostalgia. Nostal- nostalgia? Nostalgia. How do you say that? Nostalgia. There you go. You're eloquent this nostalgia. morning. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. Really? Nostalgia. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I had, uh, when I opened my first bank account, I don't know why I picked the bank. that It was probably the first bank that I saw. I opened it there. And uh, I think it was Wells Fargo. Pretty sure it was Wells Fargo. And uh, I think it was just because they had a branch in the grocery store that we shopped at. Like that was it. It was so it was just the most convenient bank, and I opened it there. And then there's uh, what is it? Uh, Warren Buffett that kind of uh, popularized the moats, or was it somebody else that you know the switching effect? Was that Buffett? Oh yeah, sure. Cost of switching or the the moat. What's the economic yeah, the moat. moat? One of the economic moats would be cost of switching. And so banks know that they have this economic moat of uh, switching effect, this nostalgia. Yo, know, and it may not be that your first bank. It's just you've sort of set up your life around an institution, a bank, et cetera. And it feels like it's going to take a lot of work to move, or it's just, you know, it's the bank that I know and they know me and all that. The problem is uh, that you find after a while is one, the bank has no idea who you are. Yeah. They don't care. Your digits really at the end of the day. And uh, for most of us, our digits aren't really even all that impressive to the bank. Uh, Not trying to offend anybody, but like most of us are not like, the prime banking com- customer that they're really trying to hound uh, and get. Uh, Let and, me interject. Let yeah. me interject. Let me stop there. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. I just wanted to throw it out there because there could be a variety of reasons, sure. Ethan, to 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 do this. One of which, uh, I think he said he has a house, so you know maybe got a mortgage there, had to yeah. open a checking account. Could be a variety. Parents' of- bank. I was gonna go there. We see that a lot. Oh, this is where my parents banked. You know, I, I got connected with his guy, etc. So. Ethan, assuming you have some kind of loyalty to them and have to do that, you know what? That's fine. It is what it is. Um, 
you know, keep that, keep the minimum, whatever. Um, but this additional stuff, I guess, this additional stuff, you have no loyalty. What was that? I don't know. That was supposed to be my uh, Scarface. Yeah. Okay. What's that? What's that? What's Not that sure our generation phrase? watched Scarface. Well, I'm bring. I'm about to educate the Scar. What is that term? Oh, that that famous phrase. I got nothing. I'm sure it'll be in here somewhere. It'll come, Scarface. Anyways, what would you say to Ethan? Yeah, I mean. Oh, you say what? hello to my little friend. There you go. <laughs> it makes no sense. The clip's gonna nothing. be way better. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Okay, go uh, ahead, there. So, Ethan, you're you don't have to be loyal to anybody. It's your money, and you're you are the manager of that money. You should do what's in the best interest of you and your money, uh, not your bank, not your parents, not nostalgia, not anything. Now, uh, as Quint was alluding to, if you have a home mortgage, and uh, a lot of times banks will do, you know, if you have a checking account with us, and you auto draft from there to your mortgage, you'll get a you know X amount of percent off. Uh, your mortgage rate or something along those. In fact, that usually happens more with auto rates than mortgages. There's just more rules around mortgages. But if there's something like that, then obviously keep that uh, benefit alive. But otherwise, you should move your savings account to the bank that is going to pay you the highest interest within like uh, a level of sanity. So you can't chase you know the best you know point one zero. So find a bank that's normally in the top five. Uh, that's usually Ally Synchrony. American Express and a few other ones uh, are usually consistently in the top five of savings rates. Pick one of those, stay there, review it maybe once a year and and kind of be done with it, but move it to where you can get some interest. Now, I know the difference between, you know, 1% doesn't seem like a lot, but it is something and it's better to get something for cash that's sitting there in your emergency fund doing nothing than just nothing at all. Now, keep in mind that uh, typically between banks, the ACH, which is the transfer of money, is like a 24 hour at most kind of event. So if you needed money back in your checking account, uh, you know, fairly quickly, you log on to, uh, for us, it's Ally Bank. You log on to Ally Bank. You say, send it back to my main bank. Boom. Next morning it posts and it's done. So I would say do that. Now uh, you mentioned investing. And I guess that's where I, I'm not clear if this truly is emergency fund or it's just extra cash that you're dumping in there. If you've got more than your emergency fund available, in this particular saving account earning zero, then definitely uh, look to do something with that. What you're going to have to choose is kind of what's your goal, what's your time horizon. Is it kind of just an infinite goal uh, because it's more than your emergency fund? And so you want to put it in some kind of taxable uh, investment account, so forth. The fees, uh, as we've seen recently, are just dropping dramatically uh, as far as barrier to entry for investments with all the major brokerages going to zero on their stock commissions. Most index mutual funds now are effectively zero. They're zero point, uh, 0.02, 0.03% uh, for management fees on there. So uh, open a low-cost, reputable brokerage like Schwab, um, TD Ameritrade, uh, you know, one of the reputable ones, and, you know, start investing if you have that cash available. Why not? I have nothing else to add that you just, that, that can make your answer any better. Bravo. So we're going to cut it there. It's simple as that. Ethan, it's real simple, and you just made $25. Boom. That was a good investment on your savings. It was there. a great investment. Look, get out there. Shop for the best opportunity to, to make some money on your money. Keep with your local bank if you want to. Find a good platform that's not going to charge you anything to invest. You know, If it's emergency fund, keep an emergency fund. Invest 
you want to invest, build up that, you know, index funds, no cost, low cost, et cetera. Follow the DIY money steps, continue to track, build wealth. Boom. You're on your right path. You know what? A lot of our generation doesn't necessarily understand certificates of deposit. And that's a question that we also got recently as well about people looking at interest rates as banks. Oftentimes at these online banks like an ally and the synchrony and so forth, not only is there a yielding savings account, but what's called CDs or certificates of deposit, you do have to lock up your money kind of uh, for a time period, like six months, one year, 18 months, two years, et cetera. Uh, but they will pay you an uh, interest rate that's not going to fluctuate like the savings account might. Uh, if you, when I say you have to lock it up, kind of, is that you can't actually get it out early. You just pay uh, usually 60 to 90 days uh, interest in the penalty uh, to get that money out. But it can be a good option. For instance, as of today, allies' one-year CDs are uh, a little bit higher in interest than their savings account. So if you knew you weren't going to use that money or it's truly for an emergency, it, you know, you look at CDs too. It, they're, not, uh, they're not very sexy. Uh, they're not great water cooler talk or uh, Facebook chat kind of thing. Uh, but they can boost your interest rate a little bit. And that's something that I think we don't hear our generation talk about a lot of, as well. So check that out. All right, Ethan, thanks for the question. Uh, if you're new to the show, what Ethan did was he hopped on his smartphone. He recorded a voice memo. He emailed that to us at podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Hopefully he follows us on Insta, DIY.money. Maybe he's over on Twitter, DIYmoneyQ. That would be nice. Hopefully you're hitting up all those areas, Ethan. Join our mailing list as well, DIYmoney.org, right-hand side of the website. Join that email mailing list. Learn about our boot camp coming up soon, our DIY Money Budget Boot Camp. Oh, yeah, with Sergeant Tatro. What? All right, friends, it's real simple, the secret to wealth. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 